Welcome to this new life podcast. It is our desire that you learn all of the benefits of the abundant life that you have in Jesus Christ, so you can live your life to its fullest. Listen and be encouraged. Praise God. Well, good morning, everybody. How are you doing today? Are you blessed? Hallelujah. You are anointed, you're appointed. And today is the day that the Lord has made. And we will rejoice, we will be glad, we will be open to the Word of God, and we know that the Spirit of God, just like what Pastor Giselle is declaring a while ago, the Spirit of God is moving. He is moving. And uh, we need to understand that. We need to know that, and we need not to miss that. And that is why, you know, as Pastor Giselle is telling a while ago that we need the spirit man to uh, come out of us. And uh, we were talking about the flow of the message for this month. And I believe that uh, God wanted us to understand how to receive and how to hear from the spirit of God, especially this time, this moment, this uh, season. The believers, the body of Christ must rise up because God is moving. So I just would like to uh, go to this message. Remember, remember who you are. Now, I know some of you probably are very familiar with this uh, cartoon uh, movie. I'm, uh, I'm fascinated with this Lion King uh, movie, cartoon actually. I was able to watch it when my kids are still, you know, toddlers and so, kasi pagka malilit pa yung mga anak mo, you have to watch with them, di ba? You have to enjoy what they are watching. So, Cyrus can relate right now, di ba? So, anyway, uh, I was so fascinated with Simba's story. And uh, looking back, I, I don't know why, you know, why I love the story of this uh, cartoon movie. But there's a part in the movie, basically, probably, that grabbed me. That's why I love this story. You know, after Nala, yung uh, kapartner niya, di ba? Cyrus, kilala mo yan, di ba? So after Nala unites with Simba and tells him how his uncle Scar, yung uncle niya, yung kapatid ng uh, uh, father niya, has questioned, okay, and, 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 you know, tell everything, and Scar ruined everything, Simba seems to not care. So wala siyang pakialam. She begins to question him and drill him about how he had changed, wondering what happened. And Simba gets mad at her and they get into a heated argument and they separate ways. And as he lives into the open plains of Africa, are you following my story? I'm trying to tell the story because we cannot show the movie, okay? We cannot show the clip, okay? We will be black, okay? So Simba gets mad at her, they get into a heated argument, and they go separate ways. And as he lives in the open place of Africa, he tells to himself, you can change the past. After, after it hits his heart, he begins to cry into the sky to his, you know, father, to his deceased father, and saying, you said you would always be there for me, but you are not. And it's because of me. It's my fault. It's my fault. Out of nowhere, are you still following my movie? Okay. Mandrill, 
the West African baboon, the monkey. His name is Rafiki. Comes into the scene, singing, of course. <laughs> he annoys Simba and tells him that his father is alive. He also tells him, or he tells Simba that he can take him to see his father. Unexpectedly, Rafiki leads Simba to a pond, a water place, and shows him a reflection of his father. And Rafiki does. He tells Simba that his father lives within him. Simba's father soon appears in the sky. He tells him that he has forgotten him and that Simba has forgotten who himself is. And Simba's father encourages him to remember who you are and take your place in this cycle of life. Remember. Sabi nga natin, remember. Well, my message is almost as like this movie. Uh, maybe I will be the Rafiki of your life today. And I will show you the reflection of who you are. Because a lot of believers, especially in this season, you have forgotten who you are. Remember. So we'll go to the Word, which is the mirror of your reflection. We'll see to the Word who you are, how you were created, and how are you going to function as a believer and as a, a, a child of God. So we'll ask the Holy Spirit. I may not be like Rafiki. I cannot uh, dance and sing, you know. But let the, ask the Holy Spirit to use me to show you who you are. Amen? Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for your word today. We pray that we will not just receive information or a story of a cartoon movie, but a revelation coming from your word. So we thank you, Lord, for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I have 27 minutes, and I will try to finish my message. I will be just like a teacher today. And somehow, this will help. Because uh, you have always seen me as always shouting and preaching and flowing. But right now, let's just get the anointing of a teacher to teach you who you are. Okay? Three points so that you can remember. And I would encourage you to take notes, people of God, so that you can go back. I have a lot of verses. I cannot read them all, but I want you to take notes and study yourself and know who you are in God. Amen? Are you okay? You, you seem so serious today, okay? Praise God. Well, I cannot see your face, but uh, I can feel your passion. I can sense your, uh, your attention today. Hallelujah. Praise God. Number one, always remember this, that you are created in the image of God. You are created in the image of God. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 28. And God said, 
Let us make man in our image. Can we say that? Our image. One more time. Our image. According to our likeness. Say that with me. Our. Our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over, the, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female. He created them. Then God blessed them. And God said, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Now, this is a basic and foundational verse of knowing who you are. And if you are not familiar or you are confused who you are, go back to the foundation. Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 will give you a very clear idea and understanding of who you are. You are created in the image of God. You are created in the likeness of God. A lot of scholars, especially the Old Testament scholars, always say that image and likeness is almost interchangeable. And it's almost the same. But it tries to convey, listen to this, huh? it tries to convey a paternal lineage. It tries to convey where you came from. In Tagalog, sino ang tatay mo? And this verse will tell you where you came from because your image and your likeness comes from God. So I would like to propose to you today that you as a created being is not just created being on earth, you came from God. Now, understand this. And you have to observe the verses, huh? especially the creation account in Genesis chapter 1. Whenever he creates something, he speaks to something before that will be created. And at the same time, the way he creates, he's just speaking to something. Like he wants to see vegetations and living animals on the land or on the earth. So what did he do? He speaks to the land. Let there be vegetations. Let there be animals. And there was animals and there was vegetations. He speaks to the sea. Let there be fish on the sea. Let there be uh, marine animals or anything that lives on the sea. And there was fish in the sea. So he speaks to the sea. He speaks to the sky, to the spans. Let there be birds on the air. And there was birds. But when he created the human being, he said, I hope you will get this. Let us. He speaks to himself. So your origin, although you are created from the dust, your origin of the real you is God. Because the principle in Genesis chapter 1, the created thing is always connected to the place where God spoke it. 
like the animals on the land, they will always be connected to the land. They will not live without the land. The plants will always live with, connected with the, with the land itself. The vegetations will not live without the land. The fish will not live without the sea. And the spans will not be, uh, the, the, the birds in the air will not be living without the spans of the air. So they're always connected. But listen to this. Okay? I'm introducing you to yourself. You are created in the image of God. Because God said, let us. Let us. And that is why a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, scholars will say mankind is a unique within the creation of man. For man was made in the image and in the likeness of Godhead. He speaks, he thinks, he chooses, he acts, he feels. God is spirit and he is invisible while man is flesh because we are created from the dust. That's why this flesh is always connected to the dust, you know. And we eat, you know, we eat food from the ground because we are from the dust, this physical body, okay? But, you know, man was given the ability to communicate through speech, the power to reason, with his mind, the free will to choose, and the capacity to work, and the privilege, take this down, take note of this down, the privilege to express his inner feeling through God-given nature within him. The dog cannot express who God is. Although you love your dogs, I know, Heidi, no? Pastor Heidi and all of those who are lovers of dogs here, you know. But the dogs cannot speak about God. The birds cannot speak about God. It is only human being can express who God is and can explain where we came from and even the creation. So mankind is not only Created in that way, he was also entrusted with sovereignty over all the earth. Because everything that God made was very good. And then he gave it to man to take charge of it. Now, so you have to understand you are created in the image. I know you, you know that. Very foundational, very basic, but that is very, very important. Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathe, breathe to his nostril the breath, the ruach in Hebrew. The divine life, the divine nature, okay? The divine nature. And because of that, so he started to form from the ground, from the dust, and he breathed divine nature into that molded dust. And that molded dust became what? A living being. A living being means you are not just breathing air, you are breathing life. The animals are breathing air, but you are breathing life. Because 
out of your um, creation, when God created you, the breath of life, that is the unique uh, parts that God has given unto you. So, remember who you are. You are created in the image of God. The divine nature of God is with you. Point number two. And I will try to make it faster and we'll see how we can uh, go through this. Number two. You are created in three parts. You are created in three parts. Because you have to understand you are created in the image of God. Are you with me? And if you are created in the image of that triune God, triune God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, triune God. And that's one of the mystery of the nature of God that maybe we can only understand when we are with Him. You know, face to face. But in the Hebrew Bible of Genesis chapter 1, God is in plural form. Elohim. So that's why when God speaks, He said, let us. Never say let me. Let us. Because there is a three person in one God. And to those who are watching and to those who are listening, again, this is one of the mystery of God that we can only understand when we're going to face Him, you know, face to face. We're going to meet Him face to face. But you are created in the image of God, in the image of the triune God, so therefore you are created in three parts. Jeremiah chapter 31 verse 33 is very, uh, a good verse that articulated it. But this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, says the Lord, I will put my law in their inward, say inward, inward parts, inward parts, okay? And it says, and write in their hearts and will be their God and they shall be my people. So here in this verse, it speaks of the inward person, not just the physical person. Now, Psalms 51 verse 6, it says, Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts. You desire truth, no? In the inward parts. And in the hidden part. So you see, there is two parts in the inward parts. The inward part and the hidden part. Okay? You will make me to know wisdom. So the inward part must have receiving truth. But the hidden part will be receiving wisdom. Are you with me? So the inward part must receive truth. The hidden part will walk in wisdom and will receive wisdom. So the truth is that your inward parts is your soul and your spirit. So let's show on the screen the parts where the illustration number one, there you go. Spirit, soul, and body. 
That's who you are. Inward parts refers to your soul and spirit. Okay? And in your soul and in your spirit, this is the inward part. This is the hidden part. Hello? Are you still there? Okay, good. So you are created in three parts. The three parts being is very clear in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your Holy Spirit, soul, your whole spirit, soul and body be preserved blameless at the coming of the Lord. So this indicates that you are a tripartite being. You are a three-parts being. Hebrews chapter 4, verse uh, 12, tells you that for the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than two-aged sword, piercing even to the division of the soul. There is a division between soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow. And the word of God is a discerner of thoughts and intents of what? Of the heart. So that means that you are three-part being, and there's a separation between the spirit, your spirit being, and your soul part. Now, uh, Luke chapter 1, verse 46 to 47. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord. Verse 47. My spirit has rejoiced in God, my Savior. So my soul is uh, magnifying God. You know magnifying, that means you are trying to, to make it bigger. That's in your soul realm. But you are rejoicing in your spirit because your spirit is the born again man that's the real you okay so let me just illustrate these three parts of the soul so that we can understand freely mind which is the first part that's your thoughts your imagination let's just flash the uh, second illustration thoughts imagination Understanding, mind is your soul realm. Will is your soul realm. Your emotion is your soul realm. Okay? Now, in your mind, there is an imagination. In your mind, there is thoughts. In your mind, this is where you understand. This is where you memorize. This is where you analyze. That's your mind. Uh, Psalms 139, verse 14. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works. And that my soul, take note of that, huh? my soul knows it very well. My soul knows it very well that I am created by God. Lamentation chapter 3, verse 20 to 22. My, sto my soul still remembers and sink within me. And I recall to my mind. You see? 
You can use your mind actually to recall, to remember. You use your mind. I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. Through the Lord's mercy, we are not consumed because His compassion fails not. So your mind can be used either for the promise of God or for the pains of life. And that's why as we go on, you will understand that your mind has to be used not by your physical self and pains of life, but you have to use it by your spirit being. Uh, uh, mind all, uh, no, soul also is a place of will. Job chapter 6 verse 7, my soul refuses. You refuse or you, you accept. You make a, cho uh, a choice in your soul realm. So three parts being in your soul. What is that? Mind, will, and emotion, which is the third part. It's feelings. Feelings. Nothing more than feelings. Diba? This is the aspect of your soul. Well, it expresses love, intimacy, hatred, joy, grief. These are all expressions of emotion. And, and, and this is where you start to use it either to harbor bitterness in your emotion or you use your emotion to enjoy God's blessing. That's why you enjoy diving. That's why you enjoy blessings of the Lord. That's why you give thanks unto the Lord for your provisions. And you, you laugh, you sing, you, you express your joy. This is also the way to express your emotion by way of relationship. First Samuel chapter 18, verse 1. Now when he had finished speaking to Saul, the soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David. And Jonathan loved him as his own soul. So there you go. There's an expression of uh, relationship. Psalms 42, verse 1 and 2. Are you still okay? I tell you, I'm, I'm a teacher today. Psalms 42, verse 1 and 2. As the deer pants for the water brooks, so pants my soul for you. I'm actually like longing. Emotion is a part of soul that is longing for the living God. Okay? Now, let's go. This is the soul realm, diba? Let's go to the spirit realm, the real you. The real you is your spirit being. You are not an emotion. You are not a mind. You have your mind. You have your emotion. And the spirit being of the real you should be the one dictating who you are as a person. Illustration number three, let me just show you. This is the spirit realm. Conscience, intuition, and fellowship. That's the function or that's the part of the spirit being of the real you. Okay? Conscience, as you can see in uh, Romans chapter 9 verse 1, Paul said, my conscience is clear and speaking. 
What is conscience? Okay? Maybe you are very familiar with the word, ako, ang iyong konsensya. Di ba? Sino nakakaalala pa ng commercial na yun? Anyway. So, what is conscience? To perceive right from wrong. Conscience is the ability to perceive what is right and wrong. To condemn or to justify. Conscience is the voice of your spirit that says, you are right. Conscience will speak to you and will say, no, you are wrong. You never spoke nice to your wife. So go back to your wife and say sorry. And the wife will say, Amen. So conscience is the one that will judge what, whatever direction that you are doing, you know, will give you the idea, this, uh, this is where the place where you, you sense there's something wrong in what I do. Although it's, you know, uh, in your mind it's right, but in your spirit being it says it's not right. That's conscience. Uh, Psalms 51 verse 10. Create in me a clean heart, clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Right spirit within me. That is, a spirit which knows what is right. Knowing right from wrong is connected to your conscience. You don't appeal your, your emotions for what is right and wrong. You appeal to your conscience to what is right and wrong. Psalms 34, verse 18. The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and saves such a contrite spirit. A contrite spirit is somebody who is humble enough to say, Lord, I am wrong. Or humble enough to say, Lord, you can correct me. Yes, Lord, this is not right. That's a contrite spirit. So, you have a conscience, and then you have, let's continue to uh, show that uh, illustration number three. In the spirit part, okay? Uh, you have conscience, and you have fellowship, okay? It is in your spirit where you have a fellowship with God. Okay, your spirit is the one that fellowship with God. What is the basis for that? 1 Corinthians 6:17. But he who is joined, yung tumanggap sa Panginoon. If you receive the Lord, you join to the Lord in one spirit with him. So your spirit actually is basically connected to the spirit of God. You're joined with him. Kaya nga if you are trying to if you are trying to um, uh, you know, trying to understand if this is you or it is God, sometimes that voice is the same. Why? Because your spirit being is born again and you are joined with the Holy Spirit of God and you can sense it. You can sense it. And by using your conscience, you can know this is right and this is what the Lord is. Amen. 2 Corinthians 13, verse 14. 14. Kaya laging sinasabi ni Apostle Paul, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion. Say communion. 
communion of the Holy Spirit because we as a believer is supposed to be communing to the Holy Spirit every single day. You don't commune to the Holy Spirit while you are doing the service here or you are doing prayer meeting with other people. You commune with the Holy Spirit in your spirit being. Whether you are in jeepney, tricycle, naglalakad ka, you can always commune with the Spirit of God. John chapter 4, verse 24. God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship in what? In spirit. That's fellowship. That's where you connect to God. You worship God in your spirit. Okay? Now, the third part of your spirit being, or the function of your spirit being, intuition. What does it mean by intuition? And I think this is very important. You need to get this, my dear believers, because this is who you are. Remember who you are. Intuition, write this down, huh? is a direct sense in our spirit being regardless of reason, circumstances, or background about the will of God. Intuition is your ability to sense the leading of the Spirit of God. Regardless of circumstances. So you can know the will of God, not in your emotion, not in the outside signs. You can know the will of God by the intuition or the sensing or direct understanding in your spirit being. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10 to 16. But God has revealed them to us. God wanted you to know through His Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of man except the Spirit of man? So how can you know the things of man except the Spirit of man? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. That means this is how the Spirit is moving. He knows the deepest things of God. So also your spirit. You can know the deepest things of your life and you can receive the deepest, deepest things from God. So that is why don't just rely on the will of God or the sensing of the will of God to other people. The spirit of God who is already living within you Romans chapter 8, verse 14. If you are a child of God, you are what? Led by the Spirit of God. So instead of trying to listen to other or to the outward source, go to your inner being, your hidden part, your spirit being, and sense. Because I tell you this, if you are a born-again believer, you cannot miss the voice of the Spirit of God. You just have to exercise it. You just have to walk on it. Are you with me? So starting today, I would ask all of you believers 
Start to exercise who you are because you have forgotten who you are. There are people here who are discouraged. There are people here who are, who are confused. There are people here who are afraid because of what's happening in the, in the, in the you know, in, in our environment, in our place. But let me just tell you, go to your inner part. You just have to exercise who you are, the real you. You hear the Spirit of God. I have a lot of things to say here, but my time is over. But I'm sure that this will be the flow of the discussion in the coming Sundays. Because you, as what Pastor Giselle is saying this morning, this is the season where the spirit being must know and sense the will of God. Now, as I close, what about heart? Diba ang daming may sinasabing heart sa Bible? Is this the fourth part of human being? Well, let me just show you the fourth illustration of human being. Heart is not another part of human being. Heart is actually, is this the third part? Yeah, the third illustration, the fourth illustration. Heart is actually your spirit being, spirit being, eh? the real you, using your conscience, the sensing of right and wrong, utilizing your mind, your emotion, and your will. Heart says, if you believe in your heart, you will be saved. That means that the inner you, the spirit being, with the, with the voice of your conscience, is trying to say, I believe in the word of God. Then your mind, your will, and your emotion will follow. And basically, you know, your body is a very, very good servant. It's really, body is created to be a follower. Your body is not created to be your master. The real you is your spirit being. So heart is this. A spirit being sensing, intuition, huh? Intuition. Sensing the will of God. And having a communion with the Holy Spirit. Started to speak via conscience to your mind. Mind, put your trust unto the Lord. Your mind now will start to process. Go to the Word, Romans chapter 12, verse 1. You transform now your mind according to the Word of God so that it will agree to what your spirit is sensing. So you have to always go to the Word, listen to the Word instead of always listening to the news, to the bad news, to the fake news, and to the other newses of a of, uh, uh, source of information. Go to the Word. You use your mind. You use your emotion for fellowship. Your spirit being, which is created to have a communion, should utilize your emotion, your intimacy, your joy, your, your uh, being always awe or always having and enjoying in the presence of God. You worship God. You always appreciate the presence of God. That's your emotion. And in your will, 
you make a decision. I will follow the ways of the Lord. If you are operating in this way as a man created by God, in this season, you will sense what God is doing. And the song that we are singing a while ago, those are songs of the Spirit of God. And those are the songs that the believers who are operating in the Spirit and using their spirit being should be proclaiming. Because why? God wanted you to be His container. God wanted you to release what He has in this world. God wants you to speak the gospel. God wants you to, to declare the word. And God wants you to become a, how do you call this? Doon sa kuryente. Conduit. Conduit of God's electric power. You know, God's power for healing. God's power for, uh, for uh, increase. And your words should be God's words declaring the word of God. Can you say amen? I hope you learned something today, class. I pray that you will exercise. So what we're going to do, we're going to pray. And uh, we'll ask uh, probably some of the music team to play the keyboard. So I want you to just, let's have a practical application today. Hallelujah. Let's just pray in the Spirit or worship in the Spirit or sense the presence of God in the Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for your glory in this place. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, I thank you for teaching your people today. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that we are properly, properly utilizing who we are. We are a spirit being created in the image of God. And we know how to operate. We pray that we will live in a life where divine order, divine order of our being will be operating. Thank you, Jesus, that we will receive the word. Thank you, Jesus, that we'll always stay in the place of your presence Thank you, Jesus, that we will always commune with the Holy Spirit. I thank you, Lord, for that. And right now, if you are listening to me and you haven't received the Lord Jesus in your life, you know, this is the only way for you to be alive again. Because of sin, man is not conscious of the voice of God. The Bible says they're dead in their spirit. Physically alive, emotionally functioning, but not spiritually functioning. You can only access life by receiving the Lord in your heart. He died for you so that the sin that resulted to death will be taken out from you. The only way for you to do it is just to receive Jesus in your life. So if you want that, I want you to receive the Lord Jesus and pray with me. Make this your personal prayer and say, Lord Jesus, I open my heart. I invite you to come in with the Lord of my life. And from this day forward,
I will follow you. I give my life to you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you pray that prayer in just a snap of moments and time, you're now a child of God. You can actually sense there is peace. There is like burden being lifted because life is now in you. You're now alive to God. We want to know you and we will continue to guide you in your spiritual journey with the Lord. Please type your name on the comment section or the box that appears in your screen and we will uh, be happy to be connected with you. God bless you and we'll see you again next time. Thank you for joining us today. We believe that God's powerful word can bring a change in your situation and transform your life. So we encourage you to share this message to your family and friends so they too can know of the new life that God has for them. If you prayed to receive Jesus for the first time or was simply blessed by this message, we invite you to connect with us. Follow us on Facebook at newlife.ph, Instagram at newlife underscore ph, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, New Life Media PH. You can also email us at connect at newlife.ph. We will be so glad to hear from you. To support the ministry, please visit newlife.ph slash alabang slash give. Your generosity is greatly appreciated. God bless you.